0: hello 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 welcome everybody welcome and welcome we are random encounter productions i'm cody stone and with me tonight we have
1: pastel shade of brown megan and i'm playing seride landier the eladrin knowledge cleric
2: i'm andrew i am playing Grizz, the kensai monk
3: dwarven kensai monk Hey, I'm Moz. I'm playing Talbroth Oakenblade, the wood elf Scout who is trying to figure out how to set fire to sand.
4: I think that's just glass. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Wild Magic Barbarian.
0: Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Super excited to have you. Uh, We're going to get into tonight's adventure real quick in just a moment, but we do have a few announcements first. Uh, First and foremost, uh, Megan, you want to talk to us about Norse Foundry? Cody, I thought you'd never ask.
1: Uh, So if you go to NorseFoundry.com, they are the makers and purveyors of absolutely phenomenal gemstone metal bone dice. And if you use our special promo code, REP, which I believe is in the chat at the moment, um, you will get 15% off of order. They have these honking big boy boulders that are absolutely wonderful. Oh, there's the ones. Oh, Mars. Oh, they're so pretty. Sorry. Those are gorgeous. Those are absolutely gorgeous. Um, they also work with Elderwood Academy, who has done Dice Boxes critical roll. Um, these phenomenal little, like, they've started doing these little books, boxes. They're absolutely great. Um, but yes, if you use our promo code, REPRPG, RepRPG, you get 15% off of your order, which is absolutely amazing.
0: Awesome, thank you so so much. Um after that, let's see. Uh Andrew, why don't you talk to us about easy Dispel? spell? Have you guys easy launched dispel. campaign too?
2: We are on a current hiatus. Okay. Uh one of our cast members had his baby today. Um still waiting to hear back how that's going. Congratulations.
0: Uh who's the, who's the cast member? Let's let's give him a uh, little shout out.
2: Mike, he was playing raved in our last one. Um he has his His own stream, uh, Forgiven Truth, which we can toss out there, but he's not going to be playing for a while. Again, new father. Right. Um, So we're going to be taking a couple weeks. We're getting prepared, working on new characters, working on a new setting. Uh, Our entire campaign, too, is going to take place in the city of Avarice. Uh, It's a mega megacity, one of the last bastions of the mortal races after their war with the gods. Nice. Um, And it's going to be this arcano-punk setting very fantasy
0: meet cyberpunk type that we're really excited to go into that sounds um, fantastic i'd i i'm i'd love to jump in there with you yeah and that is
2: our hope that for a campaign too once we get up and running we can start inviting you guys over i would love to have you of course cody's a dm you get priority i want to give you a chance to play because you. you've run so many games for me for us for just dms in general in your community um but yeah uh Keep an eye on Easy to Spell with two L's because it's easy to spell, and we did it wrong, anyways. Because uh, once we go live, we'd love to see all the fine folks of your your community steal a couple of them our way.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, I I will definitely be checking in there. Uh, if you want to keep up with Easy to Spell, do, go check them out on uh, all of their socials, or you can join our Discord. And every time they go live, uh, they'll be posting there as well, so that we can. Uh, Make sure everybody knows when they have the opportunity to check out that. Um, Lance Orlando, what are you guys up to?
4: So we are currently in the middle of training season. Uh, We may have some exciting news. I still have to talk to AJ, who is our president. But there's the possibility we may have another show uh, coming up this one live. I won't go into too much details because it is still in the talks. We're still getting everything set uh in the news of if you want to come out and train training is still a thing not this weekend it doesn't seem but possibly next and that is at cypress grove park here in orlando for any orlando locals who love what dm dnd characters do and would like to learn how to do it not the magic part we haven't figured that part out yet but the swinging sword parts the staff parts we we do those parts
0: sounds very good uh, Mars, did you have anybody you wanted to give a shout-out to or anything you wanted to uh, tell us about? Well, yes. Um,
3: well, Considering how streaming has become so incredibly popular and fun,
5: mm-hmm.
3: a friend of mine decided to jump in on this, and he's he has a small little channel he's starting up. But one of the things he's getting into is trying to start streaming workouts and basically just giving people a good message of, do something for your physical health, do something for your mental health, do something for yourself every day. So I just want to give a bit of a boost there to my buddy Dave at Roleplay Games. I'm just going to put the link here in the chat.
4: While he's well, doing that, to give you just a little bit of the idea, it is a nerd fitness kind of thing.
0: Nice. Very
3: exciting. Yep. And he also does stream, it's like a weekly D&D game that I'm jumping in. He was my old DM, so I figure you know, it's been a few years, I should harass him. Why not? It's but not- also when he's doing his regular just game playthroughs, it would be bad of us to jump on his stream and spend channel points to make him just do five burpees or five crunches. We should absolutely
0: not do that to him. Of course not. Wouldn't want to do that to anybody.
2: So. I just want to throw out that, Cody, if RPG ever does a similar thing, Fitness based D D. Sure, you, I'll be disappointed if it's not called Reps RPG.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like well, the now, name's right there. I mean, it is there. I feel like now we have to. We just gotta find a spot in the schedule for it. Uh, so listen, I'm
4: down. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, there there you go. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get to work on developing that show. Speaking of developing shows, in the coming. Uh, oh, no, I did not, and that's on a delay, but I'm going to try to look at it now. Um, oh, uh, that is a big negative, negatory. Um, oh, so sorry, guys, Real Life has a, a moment for this. Um, no okay. worries. So. Apologies there. Well, that's great. And a great name for a show. I'm, I'm super excited. we got to develop that. Speaking of developing shows, uh, we are going to be launching two new shows, uh, I believe starting uh, next week and next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so on Monday nights which is where disasters and danger used to live we are going be running I'm gonna be running a blades in the dark campaign and then uh, starting next Saturday on the 26th we are uh, beginning call of Cthulhu uh, the masks of Narla Hotep. so the, the famous, uh, deadly longstanding adventure. We're going to be running it Cthulhu pulp, uh, and that's going to be a great time. So really looking forward to all of that. Um, also check out our friends over at Megup who is playing a bunch of ESO and uh, backpack gamer. I think that covers everybody, right? We we've, we've, we've hit all the announces.
2: It is so. the important thing about backpack gamer is just to look at my new logo. Because Pixie made it for me. It's the best part of my channel.
0: Uh, yeah, she did. I remember that little gremlin in the in the backpack. It's really cool. Yeah, it really, it's a really, really cool.
2: good... It's a nice little simile to how I actually play games, which oh. is I'm just being a gremlin getting carried around. <laughs> so,
0: uh, all right. I think those are all the... That's the news that's uh, fit to be printed. Let's get into tonight's adventure our adventure takes place in the Feywild. As our heroes have ventured here to uh, struggle and battle against a nefarious ancient evil known as the Choking Sands. It is a um, ancient civilization that once allied themselves with Celestials and, and Fey to drive back the madness of the Far Realm. And when they sought to usurp the natural uh, ebb and flow of life and death, they were cursed by their former allies to a state of living on death. Uh, the bandages which once preserved uh, their bodies corrupted into a state of undyingness. They have brought an advanced version of the mummy's wrought curse. To the lands of the Feywild. And as this once vibrant, near realm that teemed with life has begun to die and pass, every living thing has turned to ash in most places. The Winter Court holds out as its barren lands gave less vibrancy for the choking sands to suffocate. Our heroes, many of whom are under the effects of the uh, mummy's rot curse, have traveled to the nearby city of Elioria. It is a border town between the realms of summer and autumn. They have come here in search of the city of the autumn stars. It is a... um, ancient ruin within the Feywild that dates back to the time of this uh, long-ago alliance. They, here, they have run into an excavation being led by the priests of Ankhotep, uh, his living allies who are marked for future undeath. And upon each of their defeats, they do... Uh, twist their bodies into continuously more advanced forms of, of, undeath. Um, they stumbled upon the excavation of, of the city of the autumn stars by these priests and their, uh, mummy and Fomian, Fomorian allies, uh, giants from the underdark of the Feywild, uh, Cursed to ugliness by the fae long ago, um, and they were able to free and liberate one of two captives uh, being held by uh, by the priests. A um, I wouldn't say young, but definitely a lively uh, satyr um, of a slighter build. Uh, who had just joined them in running away, uh, very, very quickly. Um, so that was, that was where we left off. Um, you guys are running from the, you guys have escaped from the, um, tent city from the camp campsite um what uh what would you guys like to do where where would you guys like to to kick off from
3: probably a very safe distance away out of any fireballs or mummies Preferably away from any sand. So my vote is just run. Maybe if we can fly. Because no, the sand is bad. The sand is evil. Fuck the mummies. What the hell? And yes, Talroth is essentially
0: panicking at this point. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Um The City of uh Aloria again is much closer than I had initially told you. Um you the it's a village. You can make it back there. It's mostly ruins. And you guys had um defeated i believe all of the enemies that were witnessing your assault right so the the people that are coming up out of the mines haven't necessarily laid eyes on you or know exactly where you're at but you can tell that um these priests are raising some mummies and um probably going to be spreading out their search into the wider into the wider area um but the village probably provides you the, the best um security there there's still enough um buildings around that that can uh, give you places to hide uh a lot of it is ruins but I think that's your that remains your best bet
2: we still have stuff to do in the mines um Yes, you do. I think... I don't think we should go all the way back to the village. That's if we can send you back. Because we still have to rescue the other hostage they have and hopefully retrieve the bandages. And it'd be better to do that while they still don't know we're here.
0: So I I think the decision I need the, the group to make is... um. Are you guys, there we go, that's what I'm looking for. Um, Are you guys attempting to just press forward into the mines as these alerts and people are coming out? Or are you going to let them get out and then try to sneak past them?
4: Listen, I am fucked up to say the least. And I'm sure everybody else here is too. I think we need a breath.
0: Okay.
3: Because yeah, regardless of what's going to happen, they're going to be on high alert. Whatever we do, so I'd, I'd much rather just fix my ribs right now because ow that thing hit hard. So yeah, anywhere we can just even if it's like a short rest, just to kind of camp out
0: and just plan. Okay, um, make a make a survival check.
3: That's a 24.
0: Okay. Um, I will give you guys two choices, two good choices. You sort of piece over the rest of them. There is the um, largest farmhouse uh, in Alloria uh, that as you guys had sort of been been looking through there, um, looks like there was a grain storage that, um, that dipped underground maybe not grain storage, but some sort of storage, storehouse, right? Um, That you could go and hide in and uh, secure the top of if you wanted to. Uh, The other place is there potentially um, a small cave down the ravine uh, which is far closer to the camp uh, but might allow you to get past some of these guards uh, later. So, it is up to you guys.
1: I will say I'm casting non-detection on the satyr. Okay, great. So, in case they try to scry as to where he went. Okay. They can't.
0: Sounds good. So, where would you guys like to go?
2: I don't have strong feelings either way, so...
4: Same. Tower?
3: Kind of lean to the farmhouse. Okay, farmhouse it is. Okay.
0: You guys are making your way out. You have heard the, um, f- the Fomorians coming out of the... Out of the mines, you have uh, heard some of the priests being summoned, and as you are making your way away from the ten city, you do make it to Eloria. You get to that farmhouse. Um, would it? What would you guys like to do to secure the 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 like storm cellar door? or to obscure it, to hide it, uh, anything along those lines.
2: I think Grizz is going to focus on like clearing our tracks from a ways back. Okay, great. So that there's nothing that leads us directly to it.
0: Sounds good.
3: Yeah, I'll try to help out a little bit with that just by casting Gusts or like little Wind Mage Hand just blowing tracks away too. Okay but if there's something that we can drop on top of those storm cellar doors as we're going in to kind of make it seem like there's nothing down there or that this has just been abandoned.
0: Yeah, you can absolutely do that. There's enough of of like wall and timber and and wood and stuff like that that you can obscure the storm cellar doors. Um, So why don't we do, we've got, Sort of two ideas. Anything else you guys want to do? If not, I'll take a survival check to clear the tracks. And a uh, athletics or if you have like carpentry tools or something like that to uh, obscure slash barricade the, the door.
4: I can do the athletics checks. That's actually what I was going to suggest. So
2: Great. Sounds good. 23 on my survival check. And I'll help treasure so she has advantage. Perfect.
4: I already had advantage.
0: Well, fine. Extra advantage doesn't do anything, but it's nice. It's emotional support advantage. There you go. Uh, fifteen plus nine for
4: twenty-four.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, the door is secure. The tracks are um, definitely brushed away. There is no obvious trail uh, for anyone to follow, and so you guys make it into the storage cellar of, of the barn there in Eloria. Um As you're there, your new satyr friend has sort of uh, found himself a crate uh, to just kind of uh, sit on and see him kind of picking, uh, br- brushing sand out of his fur and trying to um, Trying to make sure it's free of like, you know, sand ticks and gnats and, and thing things like that. Um yeah.
1: Sorry, it's gonna put the decanter of endless water in the middle of the room so that if anyone wants some, they can have it. And, in, and we'll in Sylvan speak to the Seder. Hello. Are you alright?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm doing alright. It, it's it's a bit, um... <laughs> you know, trying days, as, the, as it were. I'm, my name's Sarait. What's yours? I'm Wixit. Wixit? Wixit.
1: That's a wonderful name.
0: Thank I'm going to die for this man. Um... <laughs> Are you hurt? Oh, um... No not not exactly hurt a bit, a bit parched um not a lot of uh and don't pick on water um
1: here she'll pandem the the canter and then other than tower broth, how's everyone else doing hit point wise because I know he's messed up that's what that meant.
2: Grizz is bloodied
1: okay let's um let's get a mess a mess.
0: Uh, do you, yes, are you are we. you guys taking a short rest? Because if you're taking a short rest, yeah. I would I would recommend your hit dice first.
1: I I'm Cody, and I play D anD D correctly.
3: Armor. Um, i considering I got
0: smacked. Oh, that is I apologize. That is the question. Who who has mummy rot? Who can, so only treasure, as I understand it, can use her hit dice. Everyone else must rely on magical healing for the day. I I just got it, so I haven't been
3: hit with remove curse or anything, so I don't know where that puts me. You have the choice.
0: After somebody can remove the curse or or restoration. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but you let me know what you want
0: oh i'm
3: i'm going for magical healing
1: okay hold up let me let me tick stuff off so boom and then
0: lock my dick um i can boop. if you need to upcast remove curse you can
4: yeah i did um okay six. Mm. Meg, remind me, have I used my thingy where I give you a spell back yet today?
1: You did. You did last day.
4: Okay. last game. So yeah. I can't give you, not today, I can't give you one, but I can give Talroth one if need be.
1: I'm going to mass cure wounds from the staff. Okay. It's everyone within 60 feet, so that should be all of us. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh,
3: Treasure, I have not used any spell slots yet, so I am okay on that.
1: Everybody gets 24.
2: Thank you. Nice. And with that,
4: I'm back to full, basically. That must be
2: nice. (laughs) And Cody, I've got a question for you. As a monk, I have a feature called quickened Healing. As an action, I can spend two ki points to regain 1d8 plus four hit points. Does that count as magical or is that natural?
0: um we will call it magical uh, a lot of the key effects are uh substitute magic so we will we will include it in in that you are spending a resource even though it is one you you recover relatively easily
3: so now that rot's heart rate is starting to get back into acceptable levels uh yeah i'm going to take out the tanker to plenty Fill it up with some ale and just take a nice big swig to let the amulet of the drunkard get another 44
0: into me. All right. Sounds good.
4: Sarai, Grizz, how are you guys doing for health?
0: I
2: am actually feeling a lot better now that I've had a chance to get my breath.
4: And, and Treasure holds her amulet of the drunkard to see if Saride needs to use it. Oh, no. I, I appreciate it. I'm. I'm about as good as I'm going to get. <laughs> so. That was a whole lot of fun.
3: We have very different definitions of the word fun, treasure.
4: Everyone, uh, this is Wixit. Wixit, these are the archivists. Hello. It's it's a pleasure. Does he does he speak common or? That was in common. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hello so.
4: <laughs> It's it's a pleasure and like treasure holds out hand. I'm sure is scarred and like covered still in Fomorian goop.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um and he's sort of Ooh. Nice to meet you. All right.
2: I'll offer you something to eat, but the stocks run dry,
0: as it were. Ah uh, right, that's been a bit of a bit of an issue. Uh, the, having the mummies around just sort of um, yes, it's you. Yep. It, uh, it, it, you um, you watch him sort of turn on an, an odd bit of an odd bit of green. Um, uh, just sort of at the memory of of some of the eating efforts he's he's had to uh to make um
4: treasure takes her tankard of plenty speaks the word and offers it to him
0: oh i i appreciate it. thank you um yeah let let me have a take have a taste here oh it's ah, that's a crisp that's a crisp ale what it, that uh once oh. it, it, so it hits your lips, it's it's just so good.
4: Not all healing potions necessarily heal hit points.
0: <laughs> that you know that, that is a saying uh we Satyrs have. Um we we say uh you know uh, robbing alcohol for the outside wounds and uh, drinking alcohol for the inside ones that's uh that's an old satr saying the been saying is that they're really interchangeable in a, a
5: pinch.
1: pinch? <laughs> <laughs> um so they were using you to try to find the bandages right
0: oh yeah um there's they they they've taken a keen interest in the city of the of the autumn stars and uh, me and me and my good friend or a bit of the you know um I don't want to say experts on the matter but you know we 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 know a bit of 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 uh, this and that um so you know we had volunteered for uh, for the expedition um coming out of out of Oberon's court um we were set upon um, some days or weeks since and uh, it's been we've done our best to sort of misdirect them but um, much of the expedition's been well they're still around they're just a bit more wrapped up in their work than they used to be um, as it were and um, and you know we we delia and i um we're able to sort of explain that uh it's it's not the city that they have to really worry about um you know they've been keeping us around for for uh, expertise on on the guardians guardian really um the specific one but um i don't i don't know if uh that'll really matter to them anymore um, I think once upon a time they might have been trying to recover such bandages or, or make some bit of corruption to it or you know how uh, evil things do um, I may just burn it all down now what, you, you said guardian it? oh um right. Well, that's um, that's an, you know interesting little uh, curse that um, that took much of the city with it. Um, that's the the sister Siota. Um,
1: sister Siota.
0: Right, right, um, and then there was the the sister Sion. Then um, two sisters. Uh, they were part of the ancient fae courts they they were the, the the medical magisters they they had created the bandages to begin with they were magical miracles as it were um they had a uh, uh, you know um advocated for the uh, upholding, as it were, a bit of the bargain between the Fae and the Old Court. But um, anyway, when they when they saw what had happened to their miracles, as it were. Uh, and they'd seen them been corrupted into this choking sand and, and a curse laid upon the, the mortals that had uh, adorned them. And, and the uh, no longer providing ever living life, but uh, this wretched bit of undeath and ash. Um, one sister went mad and, uh, you know, killed the other. And upon realizing what she had done, she dragged the entirety of the autumn stars down beneath the lands with her. Um, so, you know, super casual. Good things, mostly.
3: There was a few words you said in there that I would not agree with as casual.
0: Right, but... Um, I am among the Seder folk, I have a reputation for uh, understatement and deadpan delivery. It's not a very common Seder reputation, and I like to try to live up to it as best as I can. Yeah. Knock that out of the park. Um, I appreciate that. Also, you know, when the entirety of the Feywild is covered in sand and is uh, choking all of magic out of existence, it really feels like you have to adjust your bar as to what is excitement versus what is, you know, sort of mundane. And um, between myself and Delia, we're, you know, I'm I'm the level-headed one. Don't mind saying. uh, She... They are the uh, more excitable one. So, you yeah, know, but um, in... Delia is
1: the Aladrin, right?
0: Yes, yes, Delia is the Aladrin. And we had uh, convinced her, convinced our, our captors that, that they were uh, a descendant of of, of the sisters and as such might be able to talk to them. Um, I don't know if Delia actually believes that or if we were just joshing them, um, but uh kept us alive for a bit, and I was very pleased about that. Well, there were
3: a few I of the words you said me. earlier that got my attention as well. Um, <laughs> so correct my meaning if I got this wrong, but were you leading the mummies
0: in like some kind of wild goose chase well we had we had tried not to uh you know doom all of existence so we were we were hoping that they would you know dig in the wrong places and you know we had instituted a very methodical slow and um nigh useless bit of uh, mapping system so that we didn't miss anything right um so we've been stolen for time. Um, well, that is, that is definitely
3: good news to hear. So which kind of begs the question of uh, how much time is left before they get lucky?
0: Oh, not much. Um, they, they were pretty much, uh, you know, I'd say about uh, a fortnight ago, they had started killing and mummifying us one by one and uh i'm pretty sure i was next on the block but uh but now i'm here with you and so that is uh a net positive i'm really going to say feels like i was uh, i was real sort of um real sort of uh if i if i would um <laughs> you'll you'll forgive the 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 in me for not uh praising the deities but uh you know what can i say um oh no you do you kid but nah, thank you so
3: two two things then um one I, if I, if we bring out some map making tools can you kind of i can help you recreate like where they've gone so far but if you can point us in the right direction of where to get the bandages ahead of them i can try
0: yeah um, yeah i there is uh, so what we had done was there there's a there's a number of temples for the autumn stars and the autumn stars used to really do more um, what is it? Like uh, astronomy, right? S- ast- astronomy, astronomy, like, I mean, it's appropriately named city. There, there's stargazers and, and uh, planetariums and uh, astrolabes and all, all the rest of that. There is one that we are pretty sure, I'm going to give you like a, like a three out of four, uh, is hides the entrance to the sister's uh, work uh, lab. Um, we had made sure they cleared that one out early so that they didn't think to look back there. But now they've sort of been through the whole of it. And then we convinced them, oh, you got to start bringing out the furniture. The furniture's messing you up. Um, and that, uh, not our best lie. Um, don't, don't mind saying n- not the best plan, but, but, but did it work? I mean, not for, you know, uh, Leticia or not for Ixon or, you know, not for dykes a dog um you know it, it's really kind of a mixed bag when a bunch of your friends are being wrapped up in sands and bandages and uh, turned into the living dead uh, that is really doesn't know if i feel like i should say it worked but they haven't found the bandages yet if that's really what you're asking about which it seems to be and i don't want to be pedantic about it but i am a i am an academic so you know i feel like that's in my that's in my right Well, you did say
3: the magic words that they ain't ain't found the bandages yet. That is true. But that's going to bring me to my second question. Um, Yeah, some of those uh, mummies that we had to um, put down or that treasure kind of uh, incinerated, uh,
0: none of them were your friends, were they? You know, I I didn't look, uh, and chances are, yes. Uh, But, um, again... When the whole of creation is dying, um, you know, I haven't already seen the horrors of the water being drained from friend and family and uh, even a few people you didn't particularly like. It's a little bit of horrifying. So I've, I've really just sort of bordered on my understatement. I'm going to lay on that for a bit to make sure I don't really go, you know. <makes noise>
2: Probably the, health, the healthiest thing is just to take all that pocket down
0: deal with it later. Never really express it. Just gonna just gonna turn it into a little tumor right here and um, and die with it one day. I bet.
2: It's great so far. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna
3: kick another charge of the tanker to
0: plenty and hand it to him. Oh look at this! This is this is so good. I appreciate it. And he's gonna he's gonna take he's just gonna dig into the to the drinking. And um this is this is very nice. I appreciate it a lot. Haven't had much of a drink in a bit. And, oh the sun's been getting to me I don't mind saying Oh God, he
1: hasn't eaten, he hasn't had anything to uh, drink
0: shit face. He used to just enjoy a wonderful grove, you know.
1: You hey, get yourself
0: hey. a dryad with a pretty tree. Wicks it. it. Yeah, you Wix shake it, her hey. leaves, and yes, you wicks it right here, hmm. right here.
1: What it says. Hey, friend. Focus Reach. on me. Focus Hello. on me. Uh huh. So you're going to draw us a map to get to the
0: bandages, yes? Am I? Yes. All right. Yes. Of course I am. That's that sounds oh, really good we going to start oh, with an easy
2: one first. What was the name of the particular temple in the city that they're
0: hidden in? Oh, you want... The Before name? you start drawing. Okay. Right, right. I hear what you're asking me. You want the temple's name. Aha. You're a smart one, aren't you? I like you. What's your name? Grizz. Gris. Pleasure. Nice to meet you. That's a good one. That's a good name. What is your name? He's just, he's gonna, he's, he's about to start asking each of you your names. So just be ready and assume he's pointing at one of you, if not one of your duplicates.
4: (laughs) I already gave him mine. You can call me Treasure.
0: Yes, sure, Art, aren't you? just a big old treasure. Well, you can't have my name.
3: I understand how these deals work, but the sounds you can make to get my attention is Talroth.
0: Talroth. Talroth. Tal, tal, talroth. talroth. Yeah, close enough. Fixing the mouth a little bit. I know. Doesn't it? It sure enough
2: does. Let- it's one of those words that the more you say it, the weirder it sounds. Kind of like bowl. bull. Bowl. Bull? Bull. 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 What's a bowl? It just, ter- it just turns into nonsense after a while.
5: Mm, mm.
4: <laughs> Treasure just looks over its ride.
0: <laughs> I, uh, it observatory of the stag's eye.
1: Observatory of the stag's eye. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah.
0: You're beautiful. Thank you. And so are you. Thank you,
3: but spoken for.
5: <laughs>
1: really? Oh, we don't have time. I'm dying from the inside out. I really want to circle back to that.
4: Bull.
3: Um, Bull. Oh, right, so uh, oh, no. So here, and I'm going to pull out my map-making tools and just start a sheet start a simple sheet of where i understood where the entrance to where we rescued him from uh huh so if we're starting here this is where um yeah all that unpleasantness went down maybe what like hour 2 hours ago give or take if we were to start here can you help
0: us build a map in oh yeah i can i can build you a map to it so what you want to do yes
1: when we were back in Summer Court, and we had the the pool, yeah. Did I get a map of the Autumn Court, like a rudimentary map
0: made of the uh, court? Uh, the Court of Oberon is a different place, but you you right. could have, I, yeah, if you wanted, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, because um, she'll kind of slide that over. Talrath, that she like was copying it from from a directory, essentially. Yeah, sure. To like maybe help him figure out where drunk boy is pointing us to. Okay, okay. Just as
0: like a backup. Um. Okay. So here's the thing. What you what you want to do? is you're starting down here at the bottom and you're gonna just sort of slowly follow this curve up and around over in this way um make me uh i'll take your your map making check or um or insight i'll take either of those
3: uh, map making with wisdom,
0: intelligence? Uh, I'll take... Wi- let's do it with wisdom. prefer wisdom.
3: Alright, so I'm just going to roll insight because it's going to be the same bonus anyway. Cool. Sounds
0: good. Twelve. Um, Wixit is um, much to his uh, his seder ways it has uh, drawn a um, anatomical map and guide to best practices.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, just start at the base and just go up the curve.
0: Um. It takes him about ten minutes, and it's very it's very well shaded.
3: You, uh you have some impressive map making skills there.
0: I've, I've given directions to more than a few. Uh huh. Hey, hey, yep. hey! Wake right. up, boy! I'm wake here. Up. Come on! Everybody's here.
1: All right. Um, so in Sylvan, <clears throat> she's gonna just like sit next to him. <clears throat> oh my land Am oh my I, and sound like this. I'm so sorry. I can't make it stop.
0: You're husky.
1: <clears throat> mm, yeah, what's up?
0: It's surgery.
1: Tr- so it's something. Uh all right. Here's the deal.
5: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: If you give us a proper map, that'll keep me from dying. And then when I'm alive, I can come back here and you can show me how good that map of yours is.
0: Don't want you to die.
1: I don't want me to die either.
0: Ooh. Uh, make a persuasion check. You have advantage. Like, it's, it's not hard to persuade him.
1: <laughs> it's a satyr. There's only one thing they want. What the fuck? Persuasion.
0: Oh fuck me, that was so close. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, no, of course. And he, he's, I'm, I, I will give you guys the the clue. He is, at, he's, um, he's not trying to fuck with you. He's just drunk and thinks it, and is being funny and/or a satyr like he he yeah. so he he takes another stab at it. Uh, his role this time was uh, still in the single digits, not doing great there. Um, if can if, I can for, I try to give him advantage or something by helping him? Sure, yeah. Again, you guys are doing your your short rest at this point, so it's not it's not like killing you. Uh, you're not you're not like wasting wasting your lives and and times, um, but. Uh, roll me roll me a percentile Tauroth fifteen. Okay. Um in and amongst his his like French girl art um he has oddly enough the like layout of the city is is kind of there um and he's he's like circle he he has pointed out different places um for for you guys to to check right he has definitely positioned uh where it like there, there is an areola that is a that is definitely where the temple is um so it it's it's odd, but in his drunken stupor, he is—he is trying to help you. Um, so it is not a comprehensive map of the place. It's definitely more than fifteen percent. Don't don't think that that's—that's that's what he's done. Um,
3: we just have to decipher the Playboy drawings on it.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's—you uh, know—it's it, if the city planner was a perv. My time uh, to shine. There, there you go. Um, now there's, there's probably pieces of this city that he has left out. That's, that's more what you're, what you think, right? If it didn't fit in his artistic vision, he probably didn't include it, right? All right. So,
3: uh, it? if I'm understanding all this correctly, uh, everything past the elf girl's, uh, left ass cheek over here, we don't have to worry about, but on this girl's right
0: tit, that's where we got to go. Yeah. I that's that's my favorite spot, and that's the spot you want. Right fit it is. Right it you write it. How dare you? Oh,
2: honey. Well, this has been going on, Grizz has just been like going through his backpack, pulling out rotted food and like setting aside some extraneous stuff so he's not lugging around a ton of equipment. Right. So there's just a nice little pile of stuff
4: can treasure go through any of the goods and stores here to see if there's literally anything that might have been preserved food such like jerky and stuff like that that may have survived
0: okay yeah yeah go ahead and roll me a percentile
4: i'm gonna use my norse foundry ones
0: the fancies
4: 57 not terrible
0: not terrible. Um, so what you what you do find is a um, couple of jarred, uh, like fruit preserves, jelly sort of fruit preserves.
4: I'm getting um, visions to holes.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Great. Uh, a weird a weird peach juice. Um, but but the the reason so everything you find is in um it's in jars it's in crystal vials sort of similar to um the type of jar that or the type of uh, vial that like a potion might come in um there is a preservative nature to these to these crystal vials right so even uh it's made you know to, to not ferment it's it's made to not go bad uh but the the container is really what has prevented the uh rotting corrupting nature of of the mummy aura to um, from from affecting it the other things the like dried um grains ha- have all sort of um there's a little bit of grain that you can find, but a lot of it is, like, um, musty, rotted. And the meats have, have all absolutely gone bad. Um,
4: uh, Grizz? And she holds up one of the little jars.
2: Yeah, I could probably make something work. Not much. Give me the water. And Grizz will see, get to work and see if he can't make a meager lunch for everybody here.
0: Absolutely. Um, so the the fruit is um, it's kind of varieties of of fruits. It it is not as sweet as you may um, expect. I am thinking more of like a uh, Australian uh, fruit tart delight. So so it's very fresh. Um, and it is it is in the sweeter side, but it is not like, you know, sickening pure sugar. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a good meal. You can make a. I believe is there a check for you to make to?
2: Uh, it's a cooking
0: cooks utensils check. Yeah, which would be wisdom, or. Uh, yes, wisdom. Yeah, baking is intelligence. Cooking is wisdom. Uh, plating is charisma.
2: 28.
0: Yeah, you do, you do a a wonderful job. Not all of the not all of the preserves are, you know, like full-on fruits. There's some rhubarb, there's some things that are uh, a little more not quite savory, but, you know, kind of more on the fill, filler side. You you do it, you prepare a wonderful uh fruit salad. As it were.
1: yummy yummy
2: Perfect. Soak some of the grains, make like an ancient grain fruit salad. Nice little. Yeah, there you go. Nah. I cannot give anybody temporary hit points because I did that this morning. So.
4: That's fine. We can at least have a meal, and I'm sure this gentleman right here would love it more than anybody else.
0: Oh, this is this very, this very good. This is so good. You, my friend, should be a chef.
2: I agree. So, I was for a little while. If you ever hear uh, the legend of Scriber's screaming meat carrot that's. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, no, they franchised into the summer court not so long ago.
2: That's surprising. What? He moves much quicker than I would have expected.
3: I guess I
2: so, it's cheap.
3: What? What happened? I am honestly not shocked he pulled that off. <laughs>
0: I'm glad that you guys think he's he's being honest. That's or or knows what you're talking about, but but your your love and belief in Drunky. Also time is wibbly and or wobbly. So he may have done it. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Time is a weird soup. I could go for right. some time soup. Oh, dear. So um so we take a, a little rest and then we get back to the right set.
4: All right. Right.
0: I assume we can hit that short rest button? Absolutely, yeah. You can hit the short rest button. Um, Yeah, you can recover all of your abilities that uh, rely on the short rest. Uh, If you have the rot, you do not recover hit points, but that is okay. Is it? Is it
1: okay? I mean... Um, I If Treasure, what's the thing that keeps you um that gives
4: you disadvantage on stealth? I don't have it anymore. I threw it out the window. Okay. And,
1: and obviously Taroth we can't see. Um Grizz is pretty decent at it, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my plate off, and uh, so that we can try to stealth a little bit better.
2: Okay. And sorry, I meant to do this at the beginning of the short rest when I was moving all my stuff around. Uh, said, I, you should have this. And the, he takes the necklace that Treasure Treasure Tower, one of the, I think Treasure gave him early on.
4: Adaptation. Um,
2: the necklace of adaptation. Like this, uh, since they've received it, it does a lot less for me than it had originally. And it's better suited if you have room for another magical item.
1: Is it attunement?
2: It is attunement. Ease. Nope. Nope. Anybody have room for another attunement and need a Necklace of Adaptation? Okay. Oh, Nevermind. I'll just hold on to that then.
1: Well, fuck me, I guess.
2: Um, you know, I can change your mind.
1: Oh boy. Um, I'm going to grab some. We still have leather armor in the bag, right?
4: We didn't sell it all? I don't believe so. Okay.
3: Uh, there, Yeah, there's some studded leather in the bag.
1: Excellent. Because you took the glamour, right? Thank God. Okay. Oh, God. I'm going to suggest we try to sneak in as much as possible. Because I don't We just can't keep getting hit.
5: Yeah.
1: I got
2: yourselves into this wall. Fix it. If you just want to hold down the fort, take a nap. Just. We'll be back.
0: We'll I think that's a great idea. And he's gonna curl up with one of the like fruit preserve jars.
5: Yeah.
2: Atta boy. Atta boy.
5: If
1: if we weren't so strapped, I would leave him like a glass of water and one of the healing potions so that he doesn't have a hangover. But sorry, kid.
4: Um
0: Yeah, I get it. Uh,
4: Tauros. Do you want to lead the way? I can lift the debris at least to get it off of here for now so that Wixit's safe. But I think you may have to guide us on this one. You're going to understand that map better than any of us. And you're going to know how to get around best.
3: Yeah, it took me a couple minutes to realize that that he was drawing a leg up onto... That was kind of tan on someone's arm. I mean, that's a weird position.
4: She Not looks really. over at the map. She's like, is that ass crack supposed to be a river?
3: No, no, no. Um, the ass crack is supposed to be part of the mountain ridge here. Uh, up here, where there's like a bite mark on the back of the back of the shoulder, that's supposed to be part of the river, I think. What's what's that part? Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, no, right. something's wrong with this boy. Oh no! You just turn it. It's
2: getting worse when you do that.
1: Oh no! You. Make sure that you're lubed up
0: properly, but it's fine. <laughs> that's, a, that's an eagle with a gun. Now it's an eagle with an erection. <laughs> Good old community season one quote for all of you uh, youngins uh, out there. Good thirteen year old reference. You're welcome.
5: Uh,
3: so
0: <laughs> yeah, if,
3: yeah. Once we're ready to go, I'll ask treasure to just lift the storm cellar door a little bit, just to kind of peek out and see if we're clear.
0: Okay. Yeah, make a make a perception check. You can use your passive as a floor. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Um. So. Th- so there have been some mummies that have come through here. Your current, currently clear. Um. But they're probably somewhere in the village, looking about. Um. What I would like to do is uh we can say that the rest of your party creates a a distraction uh enough of a distraction for you to make it to the mine at the very least right the forces that are out and on patrol that are looking for you guys uh between you know fable clever clever stitch uh those in, um darby narvi excuse me um have enough have enough people to to sort of lead them on a on a roundabout goose chase which is which is enough to get you into the mines um what i would like to do moving into the mine through the mine corridor and and corridors and into the city proper so i would like all of you to make me uh stealth checks and um And we're going to use these, uh, it's going to be a skill challenge, but this is going to be the number of um, fails you can have, essentially, before the, um, before um, fails on other checks before you guys alert and have like a a full fight, right? Um, So we're going to, we're going to treat this uh, full stealth. The best perception of your enemies is the Fomorians. Um, They have a passive perception of 18. So um, is there anything else you guys are doing to help yourselves with the stealth? I don't know if like Tauroth has passed without a trace or anything like that. Not yet anyway. Okay. Okay. But...
3: I mean, to start with, I did get a 30 on stealth.
2: That's a success. 27 for me.
0: Okay.
4: I have my masquerade tattoo, so I kind of want to make myself just look like one of the potential guards, like the mummies or things like that.
0: Okay. So you'd like to do that instead of stealth?
4: Um... I'd still would like to not be seen if at all possible, but in case I'm seen,
0: okay, then do I me, would look like that. Do me a favor. You you can expend the use of the tattoo. The tattoo um, does it let you cast a specific spell.
4: Yes, it is disguise self with Dis- a DC thirteen to discern the disguise.
0: Disguise self DC thirteen to discern the disguise. Okay. So the Fomorians will be able to see through the disguise, the mummies, because it's a perception check, right? To see through Uh, it, or investigation. Yeah, the mummies will the mummies won't be able to see through it. The priests um, exactly have a thirteen, so I will say so. I'll I'll make the priest make a check uh, if you run into them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so that's more of an effect for, for if you run into them to see um, if it counts as a failure. I, I see you got another question, Talroth. We're going to get back to it. Let me just get the the girls to give me their their stealth numbers real quick.
4: Fourteen. Okay. Nine.
0: Okay. Sounds good. What did you have, Talroth? To try to
3: help out, if I can get a little bit ahead and if I see, like, the Fomorian or something just... Use mage hand to kind of blow something the opposite direction to kind of draw their attention away from where we're going.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that's what the adventure is going to be. We're assuming that all of you are traveling stealthily, um, just because two of you didn't. Uh, it's the, like the infiltration we did to rescue the 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 people with uh, when when Th- uh, was with you guys. So. Yeah. Um, so you guys have have two successes. Um, if you if you fail uh, two instances, you're basically gonna be trying to slip past guards and things like that. Um, the priests have a passive perception of thirteen. The mummies have a passive perception of ten. Um, double checking. Yeah. So the, so uh, some of these are gonna be easier than others. The big mummies have a passive perception of twelve. So. Um, you guys are making your way down uh, down the tunnels uh, through the mines, following the map that uh, you received from Wixit. You are parsing through this. Uh, first thing I would like is a check. Uh, it can be wisdom-based. Either the map-making tools or survival. Uh, following the map and navigating the different mine corridors uh, to to find the the safest sort of fastest way into the city.
3: I'll go with survival on this one. Okay. Seventeen. Okay.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys are traveling. Uh, you've entered the mines. You can hear the. The fireballs or, or distractions happening out and above, um, and traveling down the mines. There's not much in the way of light because the Fomorians, I believe, have dark vision. Do they? Yeah, they do. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Um, not a ton of them in the way of light. You guys can all sort of see in the in the black and white uh, version of dark vision that you that you have. Hearing the Fomorians. Um, And the mummies and the priests that are sort of making their way out both to go and support their allies as well as searching for you all. You're able to duck through one of the side mine shafts and it is a tight sort of squeeze uh, at one point as they had abandoned this particular uh, crest, but it does lead you back into the center of... Um, of the major shaft and then into the mine uh, entrance to the city itself. Uh, you guys are at the... Let's go ahead and call it southern portion of the of the city just for ease. Um, and you can hear the people moving about. There are far less of them uh, than you had initially expected to be in here, you get the feeling that your distraction uh, up and out there has done a good job um, pulling people up that way. You're making your way down one of the main city thoroughfares, ducking into the alleys. Um, There's not a lot of stuff on the street. A lot of the carts, the wagons, any city pieces a lot of it's been cleared away uh, by the mummies by the natural disasters by all of that sort of stuff um, but you see uh, a set of two priests uh, down one of the main down this main road they're about two blocks up ahead of you guys you've edged your way you've made it into one of the alleys uh, doing the the back to the wall, peek over the shoulder sort of uh, sneaking action for sure. Um, and it looks like one of them, uh, the two of them are, they've brought in sort of sand from, uh, from up above and are working on uh, ritual raising additional mummies uh, to help in in the search right now um you guys can try to distract them sneak past them we've established your stealth right um so what how would you guys like to address this this group
3: and just looking at the map where we have to go is past them so we would have to get you have through to, them in some way.
0: You have to go past them. You don't have to go necessarily through them. Like, you don't have to encounter them. You can bypass them by going around, um, further around to the sides. Uh, that's going to be a navigation check, right? Um, you can try to go around them by traveling across, like, the rooftops, which is an acrobatics or athletics check. Uh, you can try to just sort of sprint past them, athletics check. Uh, if you want to try to ambush them, um, if you def- if you can drop them in a round, uh, they won't have a chance to raise anybody. Um, th- you can try to separate them and and do that. Um, if they raise the alert alarm basically, and you run, that'll be one of your failures. And then you you can you'll be able to sort of escape them for that. And then but then the next time that they that somebody like catches you you'll have to have a... F- we'll, we'll be doing a combat, right? Like, we'll have initiative and stuff.
4: I have an idea. It's not something I do often. Neither have ideas nor this. Um, I have Thaumaturgy, believe it or not. From being a, zar- a Zariel Tiefling. I haven't used it since the, uh, the bug fight. But I can cause whispers or voices in another direction and see if I can get them to go that way while we go this way.
3: That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I could try to sneak just a little closer and just do some mage hand or gust of wind or something small just to kind of help add to that.
4: Give us a chance to get by
0: yeah absolutely so that's going to be a uh, performance check uh, with one of you assisting the other that's a, a, with advantage uh, DC 13
4: what's your performance Talroth
3: <laughs> that's funny
4: I'll do my performance then <laughs> good lord
3: I specifically do not have proficiency in any of the charisma skills
4: I nat 20
0: there you go yes! absolutely yes. So, so yeah, you you do a solid job. You actually, uh, they're going to commit so much to searching for uh, that whatever had created that noise that they're not going to. Uh, it's going to distract them from their ritual for uh, for a long enough series of of time, right? Um, for for at least minutes.
4: In before treasure has rickrolled mummies.
0: There you go. Absolutely. Um, you guys want to continue down the main street. You want to work through work through the alleys. It's uh, both are similar um, time wise. It just depends on what sort of um, landscape you you want to be in if you encounter another problem.
3: Did the mummies or the priests move away entirely they did. off the street?
0: Yeah.
4: Yep.
3: I'm tempted to just go through it, but if we pass close to that little ritual, see if we if there's something there we can just kind of swipe to slow them down a little more.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm up for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah, you make your way by there, you um they have some uh, ritual chalks and uh, and you know incense and dust for burning and things like that, and you yeah you you can go ahead and disrupt the the ritual and grab the things that they had brought and prepared for that.
4: Out of Absolutely. just because we are in the Feywild and this feels almost mandatory, treasure's going to put one of her insect repelling cones there instead of the incense.
3: Okay, sounds sounds good. And Talroth's going to take a little bit of the chalk and just maybe put like a pair of tits on some of the runes.
0: Sure. Done and done. Um, so continuing down the main thoroughfare, uh, working through towards the, the center of the, of the city, you can hear in one of the nearby um, larger houses, Uh, not really a house sort of a like a multiplex like um there were shops on bottom apartments up top right um people that lived in there uh these two priests and one of the uh a mummy that is with them are just tearing this place apart they're they've turned it upside down they're tossing stuff outside of the doors uh you know the windows have been shattered and, and sort of thrown open um there's a lot of broad open windows and broad open spaces, right? Because these this was a shop at some point. And so they are just unloading this this place, throwing stuff into the street, anything that's left. They're they are desperate in their search, both from having lost Wixit and from um having been attacked uh, they are a little distracted but they are definitely on high alert so what would you guys like to do
3: and this shop I'm guessing everything they're thrown out it's like the furniture just nothing of value it's all just debris at this point I mean it's
0: tough to tell uh, if, it, if it has value because there, you can't get close to it right there's there are some like chests, there are some armoires, there are container things. You don't really know what's in them. Um, but it is it is more large like bulk things. But there there could be smaller, more valuable items in there. So out of curiosity,
2: what are the buildings made out of? Uh stone stone buildings
0: yeah um you know local local bricks not bricks but like cobblestone sort of uh sort of things looks like uh a number of there are also some of these places that while they had stone walls were um instead of having like mortar to hold them together were um like tree sap and tree root sort of um gripping right and um but those trees have long since died. And those buildings are more uh, in disarray and ruins. They are more broken up and, and crumbled. So,
2: anybody got any thoughts beyond so just, just kind
5: of. Sk-
2: yeah, skirt around them.
5: So
2: yeah. you want to take to the rooftops. Okay. Yeah, I think just stealth around them.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, so to tie you, you have the timing of of the of the opportunity to sort of move past them. Um, it is going to be athletics or acrobatics, just sort of dashing or or essentially moving from cover to cover uh, and timing out that that trip, right? Um, huh. So each of you can choose the skill that you would like to use. Um,
4: I'll use athletics.
0: Okay. I uh, will acrobatics. 23 acrobatics. Okay. 23 is a success.
4: I got another nat 20. I kind of want to show you guys a picture, but that would make for 29 on, on athletics. Nicely done.
3: Fifteen on the acrobatics for me.
4: Move.
0: Yeah, I rolled low. Fuck so Me. Twelve athletics. Okay. Twelve athletics. Um. Here is your. You guys are making your way across. Uh, Seraide so is uh, the part that you have to sort of duck under is uh there's a large like store window and you guys are cr- uh doing the like um combat rolls army crawls across uh with the bad guys like right above you right and so uh we'll say that as a group you, the, the other three of you can be positioned anywhere within cover within you know 15 feet of Sir um that you want to be you could be closer you can be like five feet away if you want Um, but Sarite is right under that window and it looks like one of the priests is, is going to notice her, right? Smells her perfume, um, something and, and is sort of caught. It's definitely caught his attention. So this is the choice you can make as a group. You can attempt to, uh, basically sneak attack right? If this was Assassin's Creed, you, you'd hit and blade him and drag him over. There's four of you, so you can do a round of combat. If you drop all of his hit points to zero and the tattoo, um, it won't, like, he'll just have disappeared, basically. Um, and it won't count as a failure. Or, you take it on the chin as a, as a failure, you'll have one failure remaining, and you guys escape past these people, but they've done the... the
4: What's going on,
0: right? They're a little more on high alert.
4: You want to ghost them?
3: I'll just kind of look over at Treasure
0: and Grizz. Ghost them. Go. Yeah.
2: Fuck.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, two of you can be within five feet of Sarai. So that means you can automatically be in melee. Somebody else can be. Uh, No, you don't need to be any further than like 15 feet away. Um, I'll be 15 feet away. You'll be 15 feet away? Okay. Um, You can go in any order you would like. Uh, The goal here, he has an armor class of 14, 60 hit points, and then the tattoo has an AC of 15 with 15 hit points. Has to be done all at once. Um, You have a full round. So, I just had a bad thought, just a bad visual
3: of... Sticking his head out the window, and all of a sudden, just the upper body disappears. Yeah, well.
4: Listen, we're about to Jurassic Park a mummy but can I? Uh,
1: if I'm if I'm going for the tattoo,
0: yeah.
1: How? But it has to make a save. Uh,
0: how does so that work? you have to tar- The tar- Tattoo has to be targeted with an attack. Um, okay. The tattoo itself, you can't hit. Uh, Like, if it's an AoE, I would... It's Sacred Flame? Sacred Flame is just one target, so... Right, Um, and I'm going for the Tattoo, but it's a save. Right. Um, You have to diminish his hit points first uh, before you can... And I'll go for him. There you go. Okay. Uh, So, saving throw is... Dex. Dex. Uh, That is 9 plus 2 for 11.
1: Fuck you. No. Okay. So, I'm going to... Light him up not well 15 radiant
0: 15 radiant damage okay nicely done any bonus action
1: um I'm gonna save that because I feel like we're gonna need that later okay uh no that's
0: it okay sounds good uh who's next if it's alright for me to go next uh
2: Make my attacks. Uh, First one is a hit. It's twenty something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stunning strike. Okay. That is a. I believe it's a Constitution saving throw. But I can't find my stunning strike anywhere.
0: Yeah, he fails. Um, you guys are attacking. You're attacking with advantage, right? You are surprising him. So make sure that if you're rolling attacks, you are rolling with advantage.
2: Uh, second attack is a 17 to hit and then my bonus action attack, I'll just roll that now, is a 22 to hit. Yep, all of those hit. It is. Uh, From all three attacks, 32 points of damage.
0: Okay. 32 points of damage on top of that. That is, we are at 47 of 60. With the tattoo to go afterwards.
3: Uh, tr- tr- treasure, you mind if I go first? Because I don't know if I can do enough damage to the tattoo to drop it in one shot. Go for it. Yeah, just uh, turning my double bladed scimitar essentially into a blunder on frappe. Okay. And I'm going to make use of Elven accuracy to turn to re-roll that one. Okay. Yes, I am fishing for a crit. Oh, 28 total to hit.
0: Okay, 28 hits. Mm.
3: All right, so that first hit is going to be that's the, uh, 42 damage.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, 42 damage is enough to uh, put the priest uh, out. The tattoo begins to glow from underneath the robes. Uh, at the start of his turn, he will raise some version of uh, undeath, but uh, treasure is there. Go ahead, treasure.
4: Uh, I would like to rage, please. Thank you. Uh,
0: are, are you going to rage quietly? Listen, <laughs> I, I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna I, try to quietly and I stealthily.
0: I don't know that you. I don't know that rage and stealth go together.
4: <laughs> Good point. Especially with Bloodburner. Uh, you yeah. have a fair point.
0: So, I um so
4: against the rage, yes, no, but I will still go ahead and attack the tattoo. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, actually, since I'm not raging, I'm gonna do something that I normally can't do but i don't know if it no it might be too flashy searing smite
0: um if you want to i'll give it to you go for it
4: okay so i'm gonna I do a searing
0: I'm fire and
4: <laughs> yeah, no, just fire quietly fire i don't know how we quietly fire but we're gonna attempt it okay okay so let's go ahead and do those two attacks okay um one is a 17 plus 12.
0: that'll hit for sure
4: and the other is a 10 plus 12.
0: absolutely let's get the damage
4: okay and uh the initial hit would be with an extra 2d6 of fire damage because of the searing smite so let's do the 1d12 plus 8 plus the 2d6
0: 10, 16, plus 8. Oh, I only had to get to 15. Okay. Nicely well, that's the done. first hit. <laughs> you, you, yeah, the, well, you don't need the second one. The searing smite carves into the tattoo. The burst of magic sort of spreads across the body as uh, true and proper death takes uh, takes the priest and it it its uh, rapid decay into sand and ash uh, does take place. You guys get past this uh, storefront, the other priest and the mummy that are in there, uh, may notice in a few minutes that their friend is gone. But they—they, they, it'll be a long time before they realize the violence that has been done upon them. Um, as you guys are are approaching now, the temple of the um, the Stag's Eye, you there is a Fomorian and uh another priest between you and the main entrance of the temple um not necessarily guarding this place but they are in the midst of their of their work uh so you have two two fails left um you want to try to go around them above them right athletics by it you want to try to distract them um You can try to navigate maybe down into the tunnels a different way. Um, There's, I mean, what do you guys think is a good course of action here? The
2: distraction worked well the first time. No reason it wouldn't work a second.
4: I mean, I can try thaumaturgy again if you guys are good with that.
3: And I'll help out, same as before. Just a little bit of
0: gust to kind of help add to it. Okay. Um, This is the Fomorian, so this is a DC 18 to to distract him.
4: 18 on the dot.
5: Ooh!
4: (laughs) I rolled because I had I rolled with advantage, and I rolled a a, uh, 14, but my performance is a plus four.
0: There you go. <laughs> Nicely done, you guys. Um, distract the Fomorian and the priest. Pardon me. You make your way into the temple. The large doors swinging shut behind you. You drop the bar to lock it. And you are in this uh, large planetarium sort of sort of room. Um, there are a number of telescopes of sort of these holes in the ceiling that light up, uh, different pieces across the floor. The floor is, it is very, a wide open, like dome sort of room. There are smaller, smaller rooms that might offshoot from that, but there is a, uh, at least a drunken reason why Wixit thought that this, uh, this was appropriate to draw. Um, we are going to take a very short break. We're going to take a, a five-minute break. Uh, it's 9.42. We'll be back at 9.47. And when we are back, let's see if our heroes, the Archivists, can uh, unlock the secret. Of the stag's eye so we will be back in just a minute but until then stay tuned welcome back everybody we are random encounter productions i'm cody stone with me tonight we have
1: i heard it's somebody's birthday <laughs> spiggin and i'm playing seride landier the eladrin knowledge Clare.
2: and i am andrew i'm playing grizz our dwarven kensai monk
3: Hey, this is Moz, playing Tower of Blade, the Wood Elf Scout.
4: And I'm Kez, playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Barbarian.
0: All right. You guys have just entered the uh, Temple of the Stag's Eye. And it is a large dome observatory uh, room that has uh, a variety of sort of lenses and mirrors and some um, telescopes in it. And you can tell that the sort of light star holes that are in the, in the roof um, of, this, of this massive dome also uh, contribute, um, are probably lined up in a variety of constellations Uh, But there is no like connecting of dots necessarily between them. Um, Other than that, all of the all of the non like all the fixtures that are in here are installed. Like they they have to stay, right? Um, Everything that wasn't nailed down has been dragged out of this temple already, and this is the temple that Wixit told you has the um should hold the secret entrance to the laboratory of the sisters, right? Um you don't know where Delia is don't know if you guys wanted to find her but you have made it here um you can go find Delia now if you want, and then bring her here, or you can try to figure out this puzzle, and then get her afterwards, I guess.
3: I think if we tried to get her beforehand, it would have probably taken a little too much time, and it might have alerted the guards, so it probably would have been a bigger fight to get in here.
0: A- absolutely reasonable. I'm not... I, I do not... I. I'm
1: concerned if we wait much longer, she's going to be mummy by the time we get back.
4: But at this point, it's the sad thing to wait, but we have to weigh the potential of saving the Feywild. How much longer, if we, if we go and we find Elia and we wait longer and they find the wraps first, that's
2: my worry. I, I'm no good at puzzles, but I'm a fine hand at tracking people down. Is, will you lot try to sort this out? I can go try to find her and bring her here.
3: Oh, I think don't you
1: go going by yourself.
3: Yeah, it's a bad idea to split up now.
4: Okay, well, let's let's take a look at this puzzle then.
2: We can solve it quickly, and the time wouldn't really be an issue. Okay. Is that right? Is it right with you?
1: Yeah, I was gonna see if I could do something and I don't think I can.
0: What would you like to do? I'm out of slots, so okay. yeah.
2: I don't know if dwarven stone cunning would help at all. It's just like the history of stone, so I don't think so. But let will start trying to look for the secret door.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh sure. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. I'll give you advantage for the for the dwarven stone cunning. Your um stone cunning isn't just the history of stone. I, I also kind of give it like a architecture, right? Kind of uh okay. You know, a little bit like that. Is a
2: 24
0: on my investigation check. A 24. Okay. Um, Looking around the uh, room, you can tell that there is a whatever releases this puzzle um is probably gonna open a a staircase or some form of like elevator descent from the central portion of this room um which is where the larger map of the Feywild wild sort of is is painted across the floor right painted and and worked in like stone and marble and and things like that um it is a there's a large sort of central ring that uh, once solved will will probably descend. Um, that is what your your stone knowledge informs you of. Yeah, I'll relay that to the party for sure.
2: And then i okay, will look closer at the the stone rings and see do they shift like they can be aligned some way?
0: So, um, the rings. So the, the dome has the, the, the holes, the, um, constellations in them, right? Uh, down on the ground, there are, um, some telescopes. There are also some mirrors, right? That can shift and, uh, bend and twist to them. Um, And then there are... That is about it. Um, You do see... Make me another investigation check. Without advantage this time, right? Correct. 22. Okay. So, there is a large... Since it's a very large circular room, there is a The only like ring is actually um, a series of um, it's like a band that wraps around the entirety of of the room Um, and it it locks over, runs over the the door and the doors that that go to the to the outside. Um, And you can tell that there is a uh, sort of lever. Uh, like handle, so that in the spaces in between the doors, you can actually shift the um, the mural of iconography, right? So it's about a foot a foot tall, bunch of icons, looks like different constellations or different um, like animals, figures, very representational sort of sort of things. Uh, that are on there you obviously can't change the the depiction of what's on the doors because those are doors but in between there that you find sort of this secret handle that lets you kind of move that track uh the three tracks because there's there's three doors so the space in between them you can adjust those and line them up in different ways you don't really know what that does yet you haven't played with it but you can do that
2: You had lunch? dimensions. Go. No. You go. Uh, in the depictions, are there? Would there be a position that would be like prominent in each array?
0: There's definitely a um, There's definitely a pattern uh, to them when you look throughout the depictions of the entirety of the room. Um, none of them duplicate. Uh, so the whole ring, it, everything is unique. Um, that, that's what you're... Yeah. Yeah. All, all the iconographies, all the, all the figures, let's just go ahead and call them that, are, are unique in the band.
3: And you had also mentioned there was like mirrors or lenses or something that were around.
0: Yeah, there are mirrors that lenses, Uh, the mummy, reflective, uh, concave uh, discs, right? That spin and turn and twist and pitch and yawn, all that. Can
3: I try to see, because kind of looking at all that, that tells me reflecting light in some way. Where would the light source come from?
0: Make a just a flat intelligence check. Eight. Um the where things are right now you you don't know you don't know where the light source comes from that's that's sort of what you're hoping to find at the moment okay
4: Can I search for like a possible spot or opening or something where we would normally have a light source, like maybe a sconce or a brazier? That maybe that's where the light source comes from or something.
0: So there are some sconces, there are some braziers. They their position does not seem to indicate that they are um, they are the the type of light source you are looking for at this moment. Um, the they're ju- they're also not bright enough. Right.
3: If we start moving some of those murals, yeah, does it move the lenses or the mirrors at all?
0: We have to try to find out.
4: I can give it a shot. Right,
3: Go so, for it. Right. Yeah, uh, Grizz, let's keep an eye on the door, just in case this makes a little too much noise.
2: Great, I've uh, got an idea for that. Grizz walks over to the door, and it, you said it opened in towards the temple, right? We have the bar that yep. the drop-down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put the immovable roll rod just against the door. Just nice. click it.
0: There you go. Okay. So yeah, treasure, uh, section one, section two, or section three?
4: Uh, the outermost section first.
0: I mean they're they're all outer so just pick one uh, section 3
4: let's start with Perfect.
0: section 3 section 3 um, you drop down the handle and it is tight it, it, this is a mechanism that hasn't been um, that hasn't been moved in a while um, I'd like all the rest of you who are not moving it to make me perception checks uh, as you guys are looking at the room trying to, trying to see what changes what difference is, is happening that sort of stuff I oh, only got an 11. That
1: 20 for 28.
0: That one for a 12. Okay. Um so the 12 and Grizz what was yours? 11. Eleven. Two for 11. That <laughs> wonderful. Um so you, so you guys are watching Treasure where she's where she's shifting things. Um as soon as she starts to move the, the band where the figures are, uh, you notice that it starts to bring up um, repeated figures from, not from this band, but from the ba- one of the bands across the way, right? So it looks like there's a limited number of, of icon figures, right? And now that she's moving it, it's beginning to duplicate. Uh, Saride, so what you notice is that not only does it do that, but up in the dome, there are, like, these shutters that are now obscuring certain stars for the constellations, but have opened up new ones that you didn't see were there before.
1: Huh. Look.
0: And with your your natural 20, I will also let you know that there are um They don't look like full, as she's now moved some of them, they don't look like full-on, like, see-through circles. Um, You think some of those have reflectors in them.
5: Oh! Okay. Share information.
3: yeah hey, uh, Wixit mentioned something about astronomy or astrology or something like that yeah mm-hmm. is there some sort of like some sort of constellation that's associated with this temple or with
2: um, one of the sisters something stag related
0: yeah you there is a um you can go ahead and make me a, a history check or Sarai can make it with advantage because she is a ladrin um Just a fourteen.
3: Uh, go ahead. Got a twenty-seven on history.
0: Twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, four, 14, because you're from here um, gets you the name of it, but you don't necessarily remember what it what it looks like or what like what it would be. Um, but you know that there is a a constellation uh, in the most constellations are main. None of them are are summer seasoned. Um, that's because there is no night sky in in the summer court, right? Um, but the spring, the fall, and the winter courts all have constellations, and there is the um, one that is associated with Oberon is the the sto- um, storm stag, the stag of the storm, right? It which is um, a very large constellation. That is seen throughout different periods of the autumn season, um, and it it has um, the eyes of which are the brightest stars in the constellation. And then there are they do like the horns. There's a, a like a trail of stars that do like the body, and then like you know two extra stars for the for the legs. But the the horns tend to be the big like the next brightest stars and then the body. Constellations are constellations. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. Um Mar, uh Tauroth, you recognize the shape. You you're able to kind of draw out the figure of um of the storm stack and the constellation of what it and what that would look like.
3: Yeah, so Ride mentions a name and I'm I'm just kind of looking at it. It's like Ah, huh, this kind of reminds me of something Uncle Grubba told me about. Just pull out some paper, just start drawing it out.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Just kind of trying to match it up. It, so, as you start to try to match it up, it looks currently like uh, not all of the stars are, are present.
2: I'll go over to the... You went to ring three. I'll go to the ring two. Okay. Or section two
5: mm-hmm.
2: and start pull down the handle and start fiddling with that one as well. Okay. Sound sounds I'm good. just gonna keep keeping an eye and seeing if it opens up the eyes.
3: Yeah. Okay, so right so, right. If you want to pop over to the first one, I'll just try to line everything up and just kinda coordinate.
0: Okay. Um as you guys can start to move things around and look for everything. Make me uh, another set of, um, I'll take observation or investigation checks just just across the board. Natural 20 for 29 on perception. Cool.
2: Why does Talonath beat me by one or two? Every roll I've made tonight, <laughs> you've gotten one or two higher than me. <laughs> Dude, D&D Beyond, just... So
3: 30 for me, sorry. Okay.
4: Sure, I got a 10. <laughs> got a six. I'm staring at my own hooves.
3: Oh. <laughs> but they're um, nice hooves.
4: They are nice hooves. They are nice hooves. They behoove you.
0: So, uh, I know Grizz 20. Did, did Tauroth nat 20 as well? Or it was just a, it was a 30, modified 30.
3: It was a modified 30. So Perfect. it was a natural 19.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. Um, a few things you guys uh, do notice. So you, uh, you do line up a. Thank you so much for whatever just happened. It was really cool. Thank you. Uh, you guys do line up the um... raid. Oh, thank you guys. Hey, welcome, raid. raid. Hello, Hello. Hey, raid. welcome. We're doing puzzles here in the city of the autumn stars in the in the Feywild. Hoping to uh, to get to the sister Yoda. it's a whole thing. There's mummies. We're we're fighting mummies. We're in the Feywild. Um, there's too much. So welcome. We're we're super excited and happy to have you guys here. Um, they they are in the midst of a astrology based sort of sort of puzzle at the moment. Um, so you guys are able to line up uh, each of these bands. In uh, what looks like distinct seasons, that it creates a full band circle, right? None of the icons, none of the figures are repeated. And you see up above what looks like the full constellation of the storm stack. The eyes ha- are the largest uh, holes. Looks like uh, the other things sort of have reflectors in them. You don't know where the light source for it is, and you you don't know how like you you get the idea you got to get beams of light up into those right you're not quite sure how to do that just yet one of the things you do notice is that in the full band as it is now none of them have the constellation of the stack
1: Can I try um I don't want to do damage, but can I try doing Word of Radiance so that I have like a fiery aura and stand in front of one of the mirrors? Okay.
0: And see if that gives it enough light to do to bounce. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um It it does bounce some, and you so it's very dull. Um, you, it, it, the light hits the mirror. Uh, is anybody want to position the mirror while they're doing that? Or is she just glowing in front of the, in front of it's, it, it's, uh, it's convex. So it's, it's that terrible mirror that, um, I don't know. Certain women are like, I think my aunt had one with like the big glow ring where it just like made your pores look huge. Yeah. Yeah, The, 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 the devil mirror, um, Okay, Uh, Um, from Cougarton, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, so Treasure, you're you're moving the mirror around. The light that's bouncing out of it is, um, it it hit like it it's bright. Uh, It lights up the room, but it is not focused enough to to get the like beam in the eye that you think you need to get.
4: I okay. has an idea because okay. I'm sure we've seen stuff like this in Jalen, just typically with sun temples. Yeah, typically. Sure. Uh. Whew, okay, so I'm gonna look towards. Because hmm, we don't have anything that would necessarily be sun-like. But definitely having that idea, I am going to start at least positioning the mirrors mm-hmm. so that they're aiming now better towards that eye. Because now that I kind of see how this works, it's like, oh, it's like when those excavators go out to the pyramids in Jalen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've kind of got the idea of how this works now. Okay.
0: Yeah, you, you can aim those, aim those two there. Uh, you still need a stronger... Um, light source light source yeah
4: but i let me see
2: while um, they're doing that Grizz is trying to adjust the ring he's working on so that it shows
0: the stag okay yeah I'm just turning it and turning it until it yeah so, up. so you do you you do turn it 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 sh- it's shifting all of the things up above right um so it, it we've lost like the full stag but you do find there is a there is a stag on there, um, which is about you know, three, two thirds of a turn away. Um, yeah, so so you you get to the point where you can see it.
4: Meanwhile, Treasure's Meanwhile, like, uh, "Where's where's Ularun when you need him?" Because she's thinking about Dawnbringer.
2: <laughs> Grizz right. wanders over to number three where Treasure was working
0: and starts turning that one till. A stag is visible. Yeah, absolutely. And and you do, there is a stag there for it as when well. Can I go back and check the
2: last one to make sure it didn't get turned as the second
0: one is being turned. They turn independently, but they move the stuff up above. So it seems okay. like yeah, whenever the st- when any of the stags are showing, that that one has ruined the constellation, basically. Um, but you've turned them all now to to show a stag. The stag figure—it okay. is the same stag figure across all of them, um, but they are there and present for you. The eyes still aren't open. Uh, well, the eyes have now just been like covered across. No, entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you need them. But you you need them in that position in a minute, but you need the light source first. You have the stags oh. out, right? Right now, stacks showing.
3: Okay. So. You mentioned there were sconces and braziers and all that. Mm-hmm. Is there any fuel in those braziers or torches in those sconces? Or are they just empty?
0: Uh, there's there is like there's enough to light it, like wood fuel. Yeah. Um, I will. I had assumed you guys had lit it at some because when Treasure asked, it they do light. Um, they, they cast some light, but again, it is, you know, 10 feet of bright light, 10 feet of dim light. It's just normal firelight, um, which doesn't seem to be enough. The, it's not necessarily the amount of light. It's, you need a focused light.
3: The mirrors, are they locked in, locked into like a little spin thing or can we actually pick them up and move them?
0: No, they're locked in a spin thing. They are in the right place.
2: Do the telescopes move? Are they the,
0: like the telesco- l-
2: latched on the ground?
0: They are latched on the ground, but the telescopes do uh, twist and bend. They pan and tilt. Um, can I okay.
1: can I cast sacred flame at the mirror?
0: Yes, it, it lights up, but it's not focused enough.
2: That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I point the big end of one of the telescopes at one of the brazers and try to line it up. Like line one up where it's pointing. Big end's pointed at the brazier, small end is pointed at one of
0: the mirrors. That's, uh, what,
2: that's what I was going to think. Yeah.
0: It doesn't line up with a brazier. The The big end of the, um, the big end or the small end uh, looks like it lines up between the mirror. The telescope lines up between the mirror and the stacks on the walls.
2: Happens if I light a torch out of the brazier and just hold it directly in front of the telescope? Um, is that
0: you, you notice that the when you hold it, which end are you holding it in front of? The big end. The big end. No light comes out the um, small end because uh, you you realize that and you sort of go over there. Looks like there's a little like latch or slider. Uh, I gotta remove lens kit. Cam- Yep. Lens cap. you So basic but the lens cap has a reflector in it. They're doing the whole
2: like trying to burn ants with the microscope where I'm holding the torch and like trying to angle you, the
0: You can, yeah. It looks like there's something that you can fit in the telescope that will um that is that will light up.
3: I'm gonna start checking the room for anything else we might have missed. Okay. After seeing Grizz do that,
0: yeah, make um make a make an invest. You can go ahead and make an investigation check. Twenty one. The um the s- eyes of the stags. Uh, now that they now that they're showing the figures of the stags, each of them has a single eye because it's like in profile, and there is some sort of gem uh, inlaid in that.
3: I'm snatching the gem out of one of them, running over to a telescope, and see if
0: it fits in there. Okay, make me. Um, it's in the stone. Uh, do you? So you have to either like chip it out or like excavate it somehow, or do you just like stab your sword into it and pull it out? Like, tell me what you're doing.
3: I'm going to do this the careful way and check to see if it comes out easy
0: first. It um, the, the the clay and stone that's over it is very thin, so it's easy enough to break and come out, but it is, it is like in there. You're going to have to break something to, to pull this out, basically.
3: All right, I will just take some of my adamantium thieves tools and just carefully just sure
0: um, clean um, it out. Yeah, a minute later, you get in there with a the picks, dental student style. Uh, it breaks, and and you dig out um, what looks like a, uh, a star opal.
3: And is it the same gem on all three?
0: You go and look, and yeah, it looks like it is.
3: Alright, I'll toss that one to Grizz. It's like,
2: here, try this. I try to fit it into the slot on the telescope that you mentioned. It fits perfectly.
3: I'm already going for the other two.
2: Yeah, I'm you, lining up the other telescopes to try to get them you kind of dig, in place. with the You
0: dig room. them out. You line them all up. Absolutely.
3: So once we get all three out, then sh- just again, just shift the constellation so it's back up on the ceiling. And okay. Let's see what we get from there.
0: Okay. There's no light coming out of the gems yet.
3: Can we try to aim, kind of like what Grizz was doing, aim the large part of the telescope towards one of the braziers and see if it lines up with one of the mirrors to kind
0: of just start reflecting that way? It, it lines up with the mirror great. It doesn't line up with the brazier very well. Um, make. I'll take a history check from... Uh, Treasure with advantage or an arcana check from anybody that wants to make one?
4: Professor Treasure's in the house with a nat 17 and nat 20.
0: Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Nicely done. Treasure, um, the Nightcrafter family is a purveyor of fine goods and magical uh, accoutrement, if I am not mistaken. You have seen gems like this before. Um, Rarely on their own, usually they are inlaid in something called a Helm of Brilliance. And you know that if you crack the opal, it will cast a, a, a beam of daylight.
4: Okay. So with that in mind, she's going to ask to borrow one of Talos knives because we're not using Bloodburner for this.
0: (laughs) This this is not what Bloodburner does.
4: (laughs) Well,
3: unless we want to just completely destroy the telescope, which we might need to do after we're done.
0: That's a
4: let's cross that bridge when we get there. Um, She's going to borrow the knife and just kind of do exactly that. Crack it and, you know, hope for the best
0: okay yeah and and the the beam of daylight uh comes comes shining out of it it's very broad right and and you can try to cover it It, it's a little blinding when you stick it into the telescope and put the cap on the small end it is a a um like a spotlight effect that beams out a a perfectly circular beam of daylight into the mirror you guys position the mirror Um, you go through that you do that three more times you uh, commit the mirrors up to the three brightest stars on the constellation, and then a shower of, uh, of thin starlight beams from the constellation come raining down onto the map of the, uh, of the Feywild, right? One of them hits the City of the Autumn Stars, Others hit um, uh, La Lorraine and uh, the city of Rose and Thorns, uh, the city of Winter's Bite, the, um, the Fay courts, individually. Each of these sort of special places in, in fey society uh, have beams that begin to, to um, mark them. And as the light hits, It slowly seems to like ant, burn an ant sort of style, pierce the stone just a little bit, right? Little wafts of of smoke, nothing dangerous, but just enough. Begin to to raise up as the the land sort of smokes and simmers. There's this thin, uh, almost mist-like quality over the ground. And then there is a sudden sort of Shift and then it begins to slowly lower. Um, You guys can step inside where where it is mapped out and it is beginning to to lower. Um, If you wait too long, it's going to be a huge drop. So you look at it and you're like, "Eh, "So, jump on board. Um, The light of uh, of the autumn stars begins to descend. And it carries you in this beam. Uh, The lights form almost a protective spot uh, against the darkness that is down in this subterranean area. And when it connects to the bottom, right, when it stops, there is a corridor pathway. Um, that goes about fifty feet, and it is very dark. Um, but beyond that, you see a door that is slightly cracked open, kind of a double door set, and there is some noise that is coming from the other side. It doesn't sound. It sounds like a um, a gentle fae lullaby.
3: I am immediately checking for any sort of traps or anything off with the ground leading towards it.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, make the investigation check.
1: Can I check to see if I know the song?
0: Yeah, make a history check with advantage. That's a 25. Okay. The ground seems safe. There doesn't seem to be any any uh, pressure plates or anything like that. What is interesting is the walls along the. Um, you've descended. It was a circle, so you got kind of a horseshoe right cul-de-sac, and then the tunnel. All of the walls are. They're not round. It's um, they're like hexagons. They're straight. They're plain. They're panes of black glass, with uh, what seems like little stars. Uh, constellation style in in them. Uh what did you get, Saride? Oh, 28 You absolutely recognize the um this song. Uh the lyrics are a little different than what you remember. And it seems to be in like an older dialect of, of Sylvan, right? Um, but it is you know it as a um kind of like a nursery rhyme kids song a little more like like Jack and Jill right Um, about two sisters but this is you're realizing sort of the original form and uh, while the names are different uh, it is a um, it's a it's a children's nursery rhyme so it's fucked up right yeah Um,
1: two sisters working with one another and then there's something about you know stag and then you have secret elevator right secret Se- elevator
0: exactly that is the one yeah yep yeah thank you that it's a same music is so beautiful
1: um but she is gonna like start humming the harmony to the
0: to the lullaby okay absolutely um Are you, um, your, your hum harmonizes well. Um, let me know if you're trying to do it loud enough for whoever's inside the room to hear you.
1: I mean, we just came down an elevator. I feel like they heard us come down.
0: Okay. They don't seem to be coming out of the room or caring. At least not in the first two minutes, three minutes you guys have been down
3: here. I'm going to very quietly just make my way forward to just peek in the room.
0: Okay. You guys begin to work, walk your way down the hallway. Um, As you are walking, these glass panels are... They don't reflect you, but they they're very nebulous beyond them. It is, mm. uh, you you know those those weird like illusion panels that used to be in the waiting queue for Space Mountain. I don't know if they're still there. I haven't been there in fifteen years, but we're like you'd see the trains go by, right? It's kind of like that.
1: Um, uh.
0: like it, it's it's got a very depth, like three D image depth to it. Um it is a little vertigo for sure um, if you guys are moving quietly make yourselves stealth checks as you are as you're working your way up there
2: 15
4: 3
1: thirty two. Secret tunnel.
0: Secret tunnel. I'll take that as a one. Uh I'm guessing. Oh no, I'm
1: I'm not trying to stealth.
0: Oh okay, good. So well there there you go. (laughs) Not trying to stealth. So yeah, well, because the only one that came close to doing it was was Tauroth. So, um, Talroth, you get to the door first because I'm assuming you wanted to scout ahead. Uh, what did you want to do when you got to to the door? You wanted to poke your head in and, and see what was on the other side. Yeah, you said it was open, a cr- that it was open or cracked or something. There's yeah, it's a double door. There's a little there's a little door crack, right? So you can you can kind of poke your poke your poke your eye around the corner, see what um, see what you see.
3: Yeah, just to get a quick glance in, just to see what we're in for.
0: Okay, as you glance in, um, there is... Make me a perception check.
3: 23.
0: Okay. Um, so the room inside is very... Is very large. Um, yeah, sorry. You see there is a, um... There's a woman at sort of a central spot. Everything in here is black. And not black like... um, Let me back up. The shape of the room is Cerebro. X-Men movie. Inside of a big ball. Right? What you don't see is the platform that goes from the door to where uh, this fey woman is. Uh, she looks like an aladrin in some sort of shadow season um not not drow um but also not um not of the shadowfell right it, it is a very unique look um the stars that are in on the outer walls of Cerebro here right are sort of moving and shifting and uh, Tauroth you can see in the constellations of of, this, of these night stars um, you can make out when they line up different figures You, you pretty sure you see like her uh, sister um, in sort of a, a wavy mirror form from the center to the edges is, let's call it, let's make it easy, 50 feet. Okay? And she's kind of at, like, the dead center of it. Just floating in there. You don't see a platform. Um, Okay. Yeah. You don't see a platform. Yeah, I'll just
3: kind of hold my hand back and just tell everybody, just... just make my way back to them I'm guessing like 10 15 feet behind me sure and just kind of explain what I'm what I saw and that there's just one person in there
0: okay
2: what's the di- what's the diameter of cerebro
0: uh so from the center to the edge is 50 feet to so 100 feet across
1: Do I know what the shadow season is?
0: Make a history check. 28. The shadow season is related to the Unseelie Court. It's where people get cursed to. It is different than the Shadowfell. It's sort of like being cursed to the Underdark of the the, um, Feywild. Um, While some Unseelie are... live on, like, the surface. Um, they are usually marked by unnatural colors. Um, like, quicklings are blueberry blue, right? Darklings have um, a, a huge aversion to light, right? There is... Um, each of the Unseelie is marked in their skin by uh, an aversion from the natural. And that is their that is usually related to their curse in some way. Um, so if she is uh, the color that that Tauroth is describing to you, she has been cursed and punished by one of the Archfey. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. And I will tell
1: everybody.
2: What are the odds that we um, can just go in, ask her for the bandages, and make our merry way out? We could try. I mean, she already knows that we're here. What's the harm? Yeah, just be ready for the worst. Exactly. You're probably the best suited to talk to her. Doubt that I even could.
1: I'll certainly try.
2: Put your back.
4: I know. Would you like me to go with you?
2: I was thinking that? we all go with you <laughs> yeah, we're, just having, we're just having her talk
4: <laughs> It was more of a Do you want me to hold your hand Sort of situation through this Oh No <laughs> Treasure, I'm home uh, I'm hoping your home didn't look like this Before We're going to get you to proper home once, you know, the cleanup crew has completed things. Treasure. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm home. I'm glad. We're just going to work on getting a little more of my home out of your home. <laughs> yeah. Let's try talking to her.
5: Go.
0: Cool. So... You open the door. Uh, you can make... Those of you that aren't Tauroth, you can make perception checks.
3: I'm still just trying to stay hidden at this point, because <laughs> danger, danger. Something... Sure. Dirty yeah. sure. 20
0: Dirty 20 Okay. Um, you guys are seeing the constellations, you're recognizing those, you're seeing sort of the light that comes in and out of those. You don't see the platform. Um so it is a uh since the is first through the door, I'm I'm guessing, are you just gonna step out into the open um air or
5: mm-hmm.
0: okay. Make me a wisdom saving throw.
1: Nineteen.
0: There's a moment of fear um, that that threatens to grip you as you step out into uh, a, a vertigo-causing sort of empty nothing. Um, but other than a stumbling step down about three, four inches, there is a. Uh, you don't know if it's clear or if it's a, a similar black crystal, um, but there is a, there is a platform. There is something for you to stand on, and you can now kind of see that what she's that she's standing on it as well. Um, and as you take the the first couple of steps, when your foot hits hits the crystal, very much like uh, like the Rainbow Bridge in in Thor, little. She's Little sparks sort of dance out, shooting stars stretch across it. And there is a... Aye. The stars didn't say it would take you so long to come through the door.
1: Apologies. Uh, we don't have a good track record with Doors. Oh, I think you do better than most. (laughs) We're sorry to disturb you. Mm. I know. And in Sylvan, she'll say, I'm actually sorry for a great many things.
0: And she sort of cocks her head at that. Um, And as you, you see, she's sort of turned to face you. And her eyes uh, glow in this emerald green that sort of traces uh, with, with smoke and fire out the sides Oh, uh, we gotta get out of here Oh god, oh <clears throat> god Her hair is a, is a smoke-like uh, white that Drifts as though it were underwater, um, and she'll, with a hand, sort of brush it back to be, uh, laid slick and tight, and then it, it slowly begins to raise itself again. And she she will respond in whatever language you are you're talking to her, and you're honestly not sure if she's speaking out loud or if it's telepathic, um, but her mouth does seem to move with with whatever uh, she is saying. The rest of you can hear it as well, but you're hearing it in whatever your first language was, basically. Um, So while you may not understand Saride when she speaks in Sylvan, you you understand the responses, right? What is it that you're so sorry for?
1: Sorry for home. And for your sister. Oh.
0: Ziona? She's among the stars now.
1: I think you know why we've come.
0: I have suspicions. Do you know why you've come? Yes. Why is that?
1: Because I'm not the healer that they need right now. Oh.
0: Healer, is it? She sort of brushes the, the, um, air and the stars spin and then they, they come to a stop. Not born under a healing star, were you? No. You don't seem terribly eager.
1: I'm eager to keep my family and to keep them alive. And I'll do what I have to do for that.
0: All right. That's not so bad, you know, having family on the other side. I know. Isn't that right, sister? And you hear sort of the echo, the stars beyond. It's not so bad. All oh, the magics of above. That's right. The sand's choking. I haven't seen the daylight in many a generation. But where does all that magic go? Well, it's forced down below. And your blanket land and sand. It's like Wrapping up the beneath in a cosy, cosy little (laughs) swaddle. The magic's been wonderful again. The taste of it down below. The Fomorians think it'll give them back their beauty. I know better. But it's been nice. I've been able to work again. Not just watch, not just listen.
5: Come here. Come here. You, Oh God.
2: (laughs) If Sarai starts walking forward, Grizz is gonna like step up onto the platform as well. not wanting to let Saride get too close to her too far from the group. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would
3: have been translating the Sylvan for Grizz and Treasure.
0: Translating uh, Saride's side. Okay. Yep. As you start to walk towards her, you notice she is, she is a large creature. She's at least 10 feet tall. the closer you get, the the bigger and more imposing she seems to Mommy, be. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Uh, a little closer, a few more steps. There, there. Here. Take a look. And she pats what is a very, um, what had been camouflaged by just the blackness and the stars and the nature around it. Uh, a dais. Um, sort of a pedestal and a bowl up top. The corners of which all of this is very sharp, very angular, very glass um, that sort of reflects the light and hides it a bit. And there is a f- small few steps for Sarai to to walk up um, and look. T- she seems to be gesturing for you to, to peer into the basin.
1: Do what Caladriel tells me to do. Photo negative Caladriel. Absolutely. There there you go.
0: A queen! (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, Let's see. She'll spin the stars again. You can see the reflection of which sort of twists and turns down below. Ah, there we are. There it is, me and my sister. You can see the wonderful work we once did. Those bandages will heal anything. Anything except death. But you know, I've had a bit of work to do and with a sister beyond the grave, and she'll spin the image and the stars as time sort of works its way forward, rapidly twisting till it lands somewhere in the recent past. are those bandages black as the night sky and yet dotted with hope she reaches her sort of smoky finger into the the reflecting glass bowl and as she lifts it up there is draped around her hand a black bandage dotted with little white stars This one, this one might restore more than the original, bring that which is dead back to life. All right. Don't suppose you'd want this one, would you? I just...
1: I just need to heal my family. And stop all of this.
0: Oh, I know. I guess the question is, how do you want to stop it? And which family do you want to heal?
1: I only have one.
0: Now, but not always. And behind her you see the visage of your parents trapped behind the black panes of glass in the night sky in the constellations. Looking out at you, seeing you. not real alright one bandage to heal any wound to remove your rotten cares, might save the armies give you a chance to fight back if you wanted Or, you can take all of that death, all of those ashes, you can bind them back together into something real. Into whatever you wanted.
1: Like it was before.
0: Exactly. I live here, my sister lives there, and we are always connected. A bridge between. Oh, come now. You've read a scripture or two, I'm guessing, since your conversion. You know that there's life after death. You know that there's life after life. Some of of them come back. Special ones. I'm just asking. Who's special?
1: If I take and she'll point to the I'm assuming she still has the black one in her hand.
0: She's draped both of them over the bowl.
1: Okay, she points they, to the I'll point to the black one.
0: Yeah. One of one of pure black and with the stars, one of um a brilliant mummy, white, the original bandage. Um, so yeah, you indicate the black one.
1: And if I take that... Yes. My doc will be very upset about it. That's right. He will. I... Yes, Mike is okay. Sorry. Um, If I take that... I can fix us all?
0: What do you mean? There's
1: only one bandage.
0: You can, yes. as a bandage. You bandage the sands, and whatever you want to come out of it will return. Now, you bandage the living and carry them to the other side.
1: So... If I use this on us, we're dead? Potentially,
5: yes. Hey, guys.
1: Remember earlier when we were like, let's go get Delia, and you were like, yeah, but it's the fate of the whole Feywild. And now... I could bring all of the Feywild back, but f you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you have to put me down, I'm not wearing armor. This would be like a two second fight. You could absolutely do it. Um I have both.
0: Well one doesn't exist without the other this one is only and she's pet sort of the black bandage this one's only here now because i have the scraps i've had the scraps of this one she touches the white one for many thousands of years
2: might i be so bold as to interject a question
0: sure
2: Is the black one enough to restore a promise once given? And would that be enough to end the curse upon those that have suffered it?
0: Well the black one restores life. I think it depends on the on the promise.
2: Unc- if the promise was it a- Go ahead. Say if the promise was eternal life. Mm-hmm. And that promise had been twisted. As for the
0: pharaohs, right now they're dead. This one will return them to life. Then you can properly kill them if you like. Without this one, I suspect you'll need a bit of heart and ka and spirit or at least that's what the stars tell me, but it seems like so much work but you know, all are
4: sick like Treasure looks at saride and Taroth and she remembers those and you know there's Grizz there you all are sick how will we fix that if we take the black bandages
2: Probably fix everything else if we don't.
4: Do you know
1: where his heart is.
0: Do I? Mm-hmm. No. No. Hearts were kept from me. The only one that would know that is one of the Archfey, one of the Lords of the seasoned court. If I'm not mistaken, she'll spin the stars once again, and she'll stop it. I think there's only a map left. And she's on the front, right? I'm pretty sure it's uh, more appropriate to say that the front is on her.
5: And...
1: And we... We go to the map. With the white bandages.
0: If that's your decision.
1: It's a nice thing about Faye, you know. We're really good at du- at multiplying, so.
0: All right.
5: Go ahead. Take the white
0: ones. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, I'm sure you do.
1: <sighs> okay. I'm rolling the dice you gave me for your wedding, by the way. Yay! Yes, they've been doing very well for me. Good. So if this doesn't, it's your fault. Of course, right.
5: Like, okay. Yeah.
0: That's cocked.
1: 21! Oh,
0: Absolutely.
1: Thank you, Cody. And Caitlin, and your love.
0: Yeah. The bandage is a much longer roll than what you initially think. Uh, and as you, you pick it up, you start to sort of ravel it. Uh, and as it wraps around your your hands and arms, um, you can feel... Uh, so I guess it's sort of like, like icy hot. Like it, it's cool, but burning at the same time. So it, it, and, and the parts of you that have suffered from, from the mummy rot begin to sort of burn away. Um, and you you collect the bandages
1: and i just get hand wraps again
0: no <laughs> um i mean it, this is enough for like a full mummy so bandages um and as you collect them The uh see so the sort of hmm. well then I'll be seeing you soon. Of course yeah. and she sort of gestures to the stars and the stars of the Fay wild are how she sees the outside world
5: Oh
1: Thank you you're welcome. Oh, is there, um, what's the best, easiest way to get to the teleportation circles?
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I suppose you'd want to go back to Loria. There might be some in the city here, but either way, I think your business with me is done. your griffin out? I don't know. That's fine. As, yeah. you, as you start to go, you begin to hear a tune. A soft, sweet, and gentle tune that your mother used to sing to you to sleep. And as you break the threat, just before you step through the threshold of the doors. You see the image of your father who, while never one to make grand overtures of approval, smiles at you gives you a small nod of pride. And while the rest of you make your way down the hallway saride you walk the corridor. Through these mirrors of stars and glass. With your father on one side. Your mother on the other. Through some pains. You walk with them. Down. Down a down church pews, wedding gown, across summer fields with little ones in tow, down busy streets, dressed in finery through simple meadows dressed as a family. You see a present and a future with them in it. And as much as that may hurt, When you look back at them just before the elevator begins to raise. As your mother drags her bowstrings across the violin, and a song you've known your whole life. You know. You know your father approves of the sacrifice you've just made, and the sacrifice he would have made as well. And all those days and all those times that felt like he didn't care suddenly make a little more sense. With the white bandages in hand, the cure for this advanced mummy rot. We are going to call an end to our adventure this evening. We're going to see you guys next week, where the archivist will travel. To meet the Mab within the winter court. Thank you, Vi- Thank you guys for a great game. Thank you so, so much. Hope everybody at home enjoyed it. How's everybody doing? You guys okay? Good, yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, I don't know if we have a mod for a raid or anything like that. So if we do, we're gonna do our best. Thank you for more Hydrate. Thank you guys for watching and enjoying. Uh, Yes, send make some love. No, not tonight. Sounds good. We're going to say goodnight, everybody. We will see you guys next time. But until then, be cool.